Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, as you may have heard, the army may be drafted in to help with the severe problems at Dublin Airport. It's not entirely clear how that would work. There's someone who might have an insight is uh, Senator and former soldier Gerard Crockwell. Gerard, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you and good afternoon to your listeners. Uh, now, as, a, as a, what we know at the moment is that they're going to be they're going to receive training uh, if they if they are requested for it to be for six weeks and in non-public facing duties. What what kind of skills could the army bring into the airport to help us? Well, first and foremost, let me say um, I'm disappointed once again that the, uh, the uh, crisis comes along and immediately the army are called. I, I believe it's the right thing to call the defence forces in in a crisis situation, but we don't pay them and we don't respect them. And uh, so I take grave uh, 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 what would they call it, insult, I suppose, to having them called in. Also question, why don't we draw on the massive pool of uh, reserve people or uh, veterans uh, that we have within the country, particularly the veterans who, who have served their country, who would now be willing and could be paid properly uh, to provide the services that are required. So, to get back to your question, <laughs> what, 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 what could they bring? The Army are experts in logistics, in moving massive uh, equipment, massive numbers of people, and organising, if you want, from that point of view. Now, I was in Dublin Airport this morning um, at 2 a.m., and um, I have to hand it to the staff of DAA. Um, I, my two granddaughters, a four-year-old and a seven-year-old, were in the queue, and after 45 minutes or thereabouts, a member of the DA staff came and said those little children have been excellent and have been standing there far too long. And they were moved from the queue to be allowed check in straight away. So mm. there is a human face in, yes. in the mess that is Dublin Airport. Yeah, I was, but, I, I was in the airport myself yesterday uh, and, and going out is one thing. But when you when you arrive off a plane and you go through the baggage claim, there are bags piled everywhere. The queue for the, the, the booth where you have to find out about lost luggage was absolutely enormous. And it seems there is where uh, a lot of the chaos seems to be happening. Yeah, and this is a place now that I feel our veterans should be. Uh, the minister should call up veterans and bring them in and uh, provide any training they need, uh, ensure they are paid properly, uh, ensure they are not subjected to pension abatement while they're helping the country get out of a mess, and uh, assist the uh, airport to get back to normal running. And that's that's pr- precisely the route I would go, mm. rather than taking uh, serving soldiers from the they would normally perform themselves. What happens in a situation like this is serving soldiers um, are doing their normal duties and then expected to pick up on this work as well, which means they're away from home. I have no doubt that they will move uh, soldiers from Limerick, from uh, Cork, from Galway into Dublin Airport to assist with the logistic problems there. And that's simply unfair on the families when there are so many veterans in Dublin who would be only too willing and actually came forward during the COVID crisis offering their services and were were flatly rejected maybe now is the time to look at that would it be easy would it be relatively easy to kind of mobilize all those veterans Absolutely. I, I can send out a WhatsApp message now and probably get three or four hundred people to respond to me straight away. <laughs> right. Well, now, uh, other than depending on your WhatsApp uh, numbers, like, <laughs> does the government have a list where they can kind of remobilize people? 
Well, the, the government are paying uh, pensions to quite a, quite a significant number, so they would have home addresses. Uh, they would have contact details for all of the veterans, and I think it's something we should look at straight away mm. um, to to assist. Uh, look, I mean, the difficulty with calling uh, serving soldiers um, in in recent days, there has been calls from uh, Minister Ryan to take Cahill Brewer Barracks and turn it into social housing. This is an, an ideal example of why we need military in the centre of the city, as they are in the centre of every city in the world, you will find a military barracks. So we need them there, no doubt at all about it. We need uh, the Permanent Defence Force people coordinating anything the Minister wants to do. And as I say, the veterans are the people I would call up uh, to get them them working. We also have a facility to call in the Reserve Defence Forces. Uh, Do remember... Soldiers working over 24 hours uh, are not paid the minimum wage. They are paid a flat uh, duty allowance, which amounts to a, a small sum uh, of money, whereas it, uh, security people working in Dublin Airport will be paid at least the national minimum wage and will be paid overtime if they have to work beyond the standard day's work. Yeah, yeah, indeed. There, 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 there is a statement I see here from uh, uh, Conor King, the General Secretary of the Representative Association of Commissioned Officers. And uh, he says this is another example of... He makes a similar point to you about they will, of course, step in, but he says this is another example of the Defence Forces being used as emergency cover to compensate for management decisions in other state bodies. But, uh, you know, he, he basically... I'm paraphrasing what he's saying there, but, like, the army's brought in to shovel up other people's poo. Would you kind of agree with the gist of that? Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, Dublin Airport Authority during the uh, COVID crisis uh, laid off a considerable number of their security people, uh, made them redundant, and they now can't get people to come back. This was very short-sighted on their behalf, particularly when the state was picking up the tab for non-security people who could peacefully have been laid off in the administration area and various other areas if you had to lay them off. But why did they make them redundant in the first place? Very poor management decisions. Now, I will offer one uh, olive branch here. I've just come through uh, Berlin Airport last week. Queues, massive security, mm-hmm. massive came through London Air, uh, London Stansted a couple of days before that. Same thing, queues everywhere you look. There's now talk about uh, limiting the number of flights that can come into Dublin. We've had our pilots sitting at home for two years. We cannot afford to keep them at home. We need them in the air. We need aircraft flying. So, I mean, I don't know if you'd agree with me or not, but I think we have a body of veterans we can draw on straight away and get them out to the airport and get things moving. They will not be capable of doing the security checks unless they are trained up on it, but they would certainly be good in the area of baggage handling. They would certainly be good in the area of uh, marshalling people and getting people through queues fairly quickly. So from that point of view, I think that we could we could do a whole lot very quickly. Yeah, oh, but also given there are other issues with the Defence Forces around pay, around funding, uh, uh, around morale in general, that this probably doesn't help. That if you're thinking of joining the army, you're thinking, oh, I'll be, you know, shoveling bins one day and, you know, throwing bags around the next. 
Well, all we've got to do is we, we look at when the Ukraine uh, crisis came. At that stage, the Irish Defence Forces Commission was sitting over a year. The report had been delivered to the Minister, and he has been sitting on that for the last five months. I understand there is some negotiation going on between the department and deeper. Take a look at what happened in Germany. Chief of Staff in Germany comes out and says, we could not fight a war the way we are at the moment. He gets 100 million handed to him in three days. Uh, sorry, 100 billion handed yeah. to him in three days to be spent over 10 or 15 years. Right now, uh, I think the Department of Defence and the Department of Public Expenditure and Reform are squabbling over things. Uh, public expenditure and reform has no place in in the uh, how we deliver the Commission on Defence. It's a government decision. The Department of Defence should bring forward their views. And by the way, there's very little in it for uh, soldiers by way of pay. But what little there is could have been signed off on off on five months ago and um, I just think they, and your listeners are probably sick listening to people like me talking about the defence forces but there are a group of people I hold in the highest esteem they're great people they're always willing to step to, step up to the plate any time they're asked but since that commission report was published over 200 people have left the defence forces in despair yeah. And that's not good, you know, and I, I really appreciate you taking the time uh, to, to, to listen to the issues. Uh, but I would also ask that ministerial advisors would listen to some alternative such as the one with veterans that I'm offering. But they cannot do what they have done to veterans all over the country. They get into a state or a semi-state body uh, and they're working and immediately they take the miserly pension they have off them and that just can't happen. Ger, thanks a million for speaking with us today. Senator Jared uh, Crockwell there and uh, I suppose we'll find out in the fullness of time exactly what, what duties those members of the Defence Forces will be given. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.